It's Coffee Quad Time! for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. All I can say is we are here this morning. I wish you a a good Wednesday morning. We've had a few behind-the-scenes technical issues. Good morning, panel. Good morning, everyone. Uh, It's a very hot and humid day here in Naples, Florida. I think we're about 80 degrees, 85 already. Jeff, how are you? I am doing very well, and I'm glad that you've got the hot weather down there, but I wish you'd bring it up to my neck of the woods because we're going to be cool, and we're going to get some rain later on this afternoon. But, hey, what do they say? Winter's just gone around the corner, so we'll deal with it as the best way we can, Bill. I think that's the way we can. Michael Loft, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. Um just, uh, I guess the other day, did something I haven't done in 20 years and only did one other time in my Hello, life. That was a one on a job interview, so that was kind of interesting. Google. Oh, oh we've we got, got a... Someone there trying to... Some problem with... Last week we had record highs, and today the high will be the lowest for the year, I guess, for 50s. But anyway, yeah, did the job interview the other day. Interesting. To, the questions haven't changed too much. Tell me about yourself. What have you done in the last three or five years? And 
or what do you want to be doing in three to five years from now? But uh, uh-huh. yeah, very interesting. How did uh, did you get positive feedback from the job? I interview? did. I, I felt pretty good about it. I'd love to collaborate with Shelley, who I know has done quite a few of those, because there's a couple things I wonder uh, if I might approach them different, like either asking for assistance, getting in and out. You know, I tried to just follow, and that worked pretty well, but a couple times I took the wrong turn. So, uh, you know, but no, I uh, had a great conversation. It was a technical job, and we were both kind of techies, so we had a lot to talk, and I took my computer and braille displayed and showed them how I would do the job. I offered it at the end. And uh, so I got brushed up on the whole one-page resume thing. And, uh, yeah, it was, I think it was a positive experience. I wanted to do it even if I can't actually do the job. I think there's going to be accessibility issues, but uh, I just wanted the experience and get out there and, and interact and network and kind of get that feel. But, you know, walking past all those cubicles made me think, I don't really like this self-employment thing. Maybe I just need to put my efforts there and beef up my number of clients. And that's what's know. going on here. You got a big test coming up too in a couple of weeks, don't you? Uh, next Wednesday, yeah, I will be trying for my Salesforce um, administrator exam. Incoming call, plus one. Accept button. Accept. Remind me. Remind me. Quit ringing here. I'm telling you, I can't win this morning. Uh, I will see you shortly after you come in from your test. I will be flying yeah, out. Yeah, I'll be back around noon. You'll be coming in from the airport, and uh, we'll be converging on Indianapolis. And, uh, yeah, both of us at the same time. So, Tim in Minnesota, what's going on? Good morning. Uh, doing pretty well here. Uh, kind of cold, but uh, otherwise not too bad. And uh, I've uh, been doing a lot of, um, well, rearranging computer stuff so that it maybe just looks a little better. <laughs> I've just been rearranging mine so it would work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that, that was part of it, too. So that's what kind of got me started on that. But... Uh, are you upset about the Twins not going into the World Series, Tim? Oh, I actually didn't really expect them to make it. <laughs> I hate to say, but uh, uh, I, I wish they had. But but uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I have a feeling it's going to be uh, Houston and and Washington. I mean, well, I know it's going to be Washington. So. <laughs> Well, it's tied up for the Yankees of one, I think, two, and the Astros of one, two. Is that what I understand? And uh, I think. I think it's. No, it's two to one. Two to one Astros, I think. Right. And so. the, the Washington Nationals have won their division series by beating the Cardinals and just beat them convincingly. So, yeah, all four games. Yeah. Four, all four games. Yeah. Cardinals were little boys. They were yeah, just out. They, they were just out, blasted, outdone in every phase of the game. Yeah, and for sure. the Nationals—that's an amazing story. The way they were worse at the beginning of the year, and then just did a complete turn. They turned around, and they didn't even have Bryce Harper, their big superstar, and did well, quite. One well. thing I don't. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say one thing I don't understand here is. The uh, well, the National League 
playoffs have been on TBS Atlanta, if you have cable, but the American leagues are on MLB, which you have to be a higher tier than I have on Comcast. So at least for yesterday's game, there wasn't anybody carrying it either on radio or TV here yeah, in isn't amazing, isn't it? You know, that was funny, Tim, because I, I happen to be it's just something that I normally don't normally do. But I was watching football on television, and they had the Kansas City Chiefs were playing on on Sat on Sunday, and the Dallas Cowboys played on Sunday. And I watched both games; they were on CBS. But when I tuned to the radio, none of the radio stations carried any football games here in Albany, New York, which is really surprising. I, I really thought that maybe one of them would have Compass Media or something, but they, none of the stations had any football on. I don't know what was going on. I find it hard to believe that we have three, well, one of them's a, a, a translator, basically, but it still is pretty good, uh, sports stations here, and they all had sports talk. No, uh, no, no football game. I, I think that's ridiculous. It could come to rights, Tim. I don't know if they have to get special rights to carry these games. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could come down to that. Yeah. Oh, and another thing that was weird is when the Twins were in the playoffs, both WCCO, which is the, the Twins station, and KSTP carried the games. Um, the KSTP was from ESPN. Oh. And WCCO was from the local announcers? Right. Yeah, that, that used to happen in the when When they had the Yankees doing the World Series, it seems to me I remember that the World Series was on the Yankees affiliate or the Yankees, you know, home station, and and, and another network like NBC or CBS would still carry the World Series, and we get them on both feeds even back then. Yeah. True. Let's uh, see how Chris and Dave are doing. Well, we're doing well. Supposed to rain here today. (laughs) Get a little windy here tomorrow, but everything else is good here. Well, good. Yep, we're good. Uh, it's just chilly. Now, you're hanging in there, and we've got a couple of raised hands, and we'll get to those raised hands in a moment. You're just going to have to wait till we get through the panel, please, uh, and we'll get to you. You, but you'll just have to wait a minute till the panel gets done here. Um, you've taken your cat to the vet this week, and she seems to be okay now, or he does. Well. He had to have another injection, which it looks like he's going to have to have every couple months. But they're working, and they said as long as they're working that he can have them. Well, that's good. All right, Jeff, you want to see who's got their hand raised? Yeah, I see Jerry, I think, here. Let me see if I can get to him here. Alert, 172446546007, the lower hand. Hold on a second, Jerry. I'll get you in a second. This thing keeps, I keep losing the panel. I'm, I'm having the same problem you're having, Chris. We're, we're having some Zoom issues this morning, so people that call in are just going to have to be a little patient today. Incoming plus one. Oh. Nine, three. Plus one. Okay. Nine, three. Oh. Well, go ahead. We're ready. Either. Okay. okay. Hey. Um, my qu- I have a question. Uh, I wasn't to ask this for a while. What is your theme song called at the beginning, and who's the artist or the performer? Mm, well, it's the Coffee Club Park song, and I was the artist. Oh, you were the artist. Okay, Dave. <laughs> we did that to save having to pay fees for using a song. Ah, okay. 
<laughs> so Dave plays that. Yeah, that's great. Here. Yeah. So things may not be as smooth today as what we normally like for it to be, but uh, none of our controls are working, so we're just kind of winging it. Um, and Joe has his hand up. Okay, I'm trying to get to him, but I'm, I'm not seeing the I'm not seeing the calls. I'm, I'm, I lost my panel here, Chris. I'll get him. Just give me a second. Calling. I'm, I'm not seeing anyone okay. on the phone. I'm just seeing. Okay. It's weird. Go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Alert one seven seven three four eight three seven six six three raised hand. You unmuted me. Well, whoever it is, go ahead and talk, please. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and do it. All right, lower their hand. If they're not going to talk, lower their hand, please. Mute them. I think Ellen's going to talk. Yeah. No, Joe's going to talk. Why? I'm not white. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. This this is Joe. Good morning. It's it's 39 degrees here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and it's nice. They're going to get up to 75, so that that's very nice when it's actually 39 that way. Last week we weren't here. We got a medical appointment, but eventually I got the money for it, and I'm going to get a hearing aid. So this will be a brand-new experience in life. Oh, that that's cool, Joe, because I've had one for a couple of years. And we're going to be talking about Dave's experience coming up with that in just a little bit, too. And I don't know if anybody else here on the panel has a hearing aid besides myself. But um, that is an experience. And we're going to talk about that, too, Joe. That's a good topic. Are you still there, Joe? Is the yeah, I don't know what happened. I, and I'm not seeing the, the people on the phone. I'm only seeing the people who are on lines. I'm not sure He's why still that's there. happening. He's so. still there. It's just going on, Jeff. It's weird. I'm Jeff sorry. Thinks, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Jeff thinks that, that everybody else, that nobody else would experience this, but now he's experiencing... I'm getting the same thing well, Bill's having a problem with. Right. Jeff, Jeff thinks that he knows more than anybody about this, and he's finding <laughs> out that that he's fallible like everybody else, that we all have the same problem today. I guess my concern going on the hearing aid thing is that... Yeah. Isn't it like it's harder to judge distance? Like people sound closer than they really are, or...? Well, I don't know that that's necessarily true, Mike. I mean, I've heard people comment, so it may depend on the type of hearing aid or getting it... Right. The audiologist getting it configured correctly, or... Well... Let's let's do, let's get to that in just a moment. Let's deal with this other raised hand. Okay, we well got Bill. Hold on a second. And then Mike, I want to come back ahead, and talk Bill. about this for just a minute. Yeah, real quick. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, we hear you. Go ahead. Okay, all right. Uh, you were talking about the baseball games not be on the radio and stuff. I was talking to one of the sports guys on WGN the other day. And he said a lot of radio stations are going to lose baseball, football, that because the teams want too much money for the team, for the radio to pay to put it on. Because that's why a lot of them, because, you know, with, you know uh, the guy that owns Wrigley, Ricketts, he wants to start that new all-sports cable network, which a lot of teams are going to go to that, and you're going to have to pay extra to see that. 
And that's why a lot of radio stations don't carry them anymore because it just costs them too much money. I believe okay. that sports become to the point where, where where no one can listen to them or watch them for free at some point. I, I really do believe that Congress and the government will at some point step in and do some regulations on okay. that. Okay, but we're kind of yeah, talking... They, yeah, they, like the, they like the money. All know, right, all right, all right. As usual, we got to... Number one, let's get a couple things straight here, if we can, please. Um, we're talking about cable TV versus radio. The money is in the cable TV. That's why the Cubs are doing the sports network. It's not because of the radio. They're doing those are well, two that's separate. Why WGN, that's why WGN quit carrying the Cubs. Right, because but well, Ricketts wanted too much money. Well, that could be. That's why and, they switched to the Sox. Well, the Sox are starting to get now where they want more money. Right. He said they're talking about no. Well, you got to understand about WGN. WGN is also slipping in the ratings, and that has a lot to do with it. And they've had a lot of turnover, and there's more issues that that Jeff can even talk about with WGN than just the Sox. And the Sox didn't even last on WLS, but uh, they dropped out of the contract. So there's there's more issues than just just radio there unfortunately yeah the only thing i'll say you know, because I don't want to, it's not a sports show right but wgn has a new owner called uh, next star and you're going to see a lot more changes coming to wgn television and radio and we don't know what they are yet but you're going to see a lot more of that happening right and so it, it's the cable tv is what the cubs are after it's not the radio so much i mean radio's great but you know, it's it's the cable TV contract when they want to get the cable companies to sign up for. Uh, yeah, the, like the twins are not on on TV; they're they're only on Fox Sports North. They're, once in a great while, they'll have a game on regular TV. Right, but but most are that way though too, Tim. Most most yeah. most yeah. are that way also. Let's um, before I get and do my demo, let's. Let's bring Mike back into the conversation, and thank you, Bill, for your comments. Um, and and thank you. But WGN has more problems than the White Sox. Um, Mike, you and and Dave, Dave might want to talk. He, he, Dave doesn't know yet because these are coming today. Dave stepped out and ordered a pair of hearing aids from Walmart. You want to talk about that, Dave, a little bit? Well, I wanted to try these because I have a little bit of a problem with certain ranges. And it's not critical, but I wanted something to enhance them a little bit. Well, it's made by a hearing assist. And this hearing aid can be adjusted by using an app. And, you know, because, like, you can go to a doctor and he can adjust it to what he thinks it should be but i like the idea of being able to adjust it myself to see if it's going to do what i want it to do and to change the adjustment from situation to situation and they're about quarter of the price a quarter of the price yeah easy yeah they cost about you know it's a good price for the thing if it works and it's supposed to be here today so you know, I'll have a chance to experiment with it. You get a 60-day trial. 
Have you looked at the app? I mean, even though you know you can't use the app per se, but have you looked at it per se? And have, did it look like it, you thought it might work at, the, at, at this point, Dave? Or, do you, or is it too early to tell? Well, what we did, <laughs> we were talking to the manufacturer, and he didn't want to do it. We were trying to tell him, we to ask him if he used it, you know, because we were talking about using it with an iPhone. And we were trying to convince him to turn on his voiceover. And he said, oh, I don't have that on my phone. I said, every iPhone has voiceover. And we finally convinced him to turn it on. He said it wasn't set up for it. Yes, it is. So he went through some of the stuff in the app. And that way we could hear what he was actually what he was doing. And it was working. So So I think he learned something that day. He seemed pleased. So... This is going to be an experience. I went to the audiologist because, A, this wasn't out at Walmart at the time. This is something that I might have taken a chance on to try that because I don't, I'm like Dave. I, you know, my hearing is not profoundly lost and I don't know that it's worth paying $6,000 for two hearing aids. That, that is quite expensive. Now, the audiologist is very nice, and they can do hearing testing. They set this and set that. I don't know, and I don't know how your journey is going to be, but most people, and I have to pay this off over time, you can't afford $6,000 at a crack. Um, Mike, would this Walmart thing interest you at all or do you don't have the hearing issues um i have some upper frequency issues like i know i asked google earlier what time it was and i thought it said 726 but it was 746 so i'm starting to mishear things i mean the distance it seems there but uh i'm starting to mishear certain words i do know there are some other apps that you can use on the iphone that emulate a hearing aid and one that i've used is called fenex f-e-n-n-e-x and it does work. I mean, it, but of course you're using, you know, you're either uh, using some the AirPods or you're, you know, plugging in, a, you know, a little set of earbuds or something to do that. But uh, I was able to hear neighbors and stuff. Some some things I can't hear. Some of those I know that they advertise on TV are really just glorified audio amplifiers. They'd be no different than just taking a, a sound recorder and plugging in your earphones and just amplifying what's going on around you. But but I'm like Dave. I would want to. I would want the ability to adjust it. I, I realize, you know, it's audiologist ache, and the more expensive ones, probably like you have, Bill, they can auto adjust based on the sounds. If you go in a restaurant, they'll tone down. Well, not necessarily, to. Mike, because I've got a remote control with mine, and I can go to a restaurant and hit a button and put it on my hearing aid on restaurant mode. So it doesn't automatically do it, though I will tell you, and I've told the audiologist this too, I really can't tell any real difference, um, you know, in restaurant mode or anything like that. Now, when I go to the outside mode, now when I'm outside, it can really, it really, really makes a difference. Um, But you can... And I suppose the iPhone would do the same thing as this remote here in my pocket, Dave's devices. And 
I really don't know. I don't think they would let a, a big box or any store sell something like this if it wasn't safe or... Um, I'm sure this device had to be tested by somebody. How much does it cost? FDA approved, it says. And how much were they, Chris? Uh, I'm just curious. Six ninety-nine. That's and, a far cry from six thousand, right? Right. I paid sixty-five hundred dollars. The one problem I see with audiologist testing, and that's all fine and good, but their environment that they're testing in is usually a a perfect, a clean environment. Well, yeah, you're in a soundproof booth. They're in one end. I mean, that's how I did it once. They're in one one part of the room, and you're in the other part. You're, there's a glass separating me, both you guys. So, I mean, it's it's not realistic. As, right. And mine, I've noticed, is when they're on, there's some more clarity in people talking. There's clarity. It's kind of like the sound's cleaned up a little bit. It may not be quite as flat or whatever it is. I'm not, I don't understand all of this, but it sounds so much better. I think that's what they do, right? A lot of them boost one kilohertz to three kilohertz. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm not an audio expert, so I can't tell you. But I would be curious now. I'm, I'm sure your hearing aid specialists aren't going to like what, you know, well, because there's a lot of money. I mean. There has to be a big markup in that stuff if it's $6,000. I mean... Well, the, uh, everyone I've talked... The few people I've talked to that have had more than one said everyone is different. No two are the same, so... No, I've actually... My one pair quit working, and I would I was just going to go get it fixed. And he said, well, you really need another one. And I went from hearing aids with batteries, you know, that you had to replace every two or three days... To hearing aids with alert. Pamela Francis has joined the meeting. They're rechargeable, and you just drop them in the charger at night, and you don't have to change the battery. Yeah, this is uh, is a rechargeable. They're rechargeable, and the runtime is about nineteen hours. No, and it's a magnetic uh, charging. Right, thing. that's what mine is. Um, so that that that's a good good good. Th- I mean, if the daggone things work, you have scored a home run. Because, I'll be happy if it does what I want it to do. <laughs> you know that. You know it, it's some getting used to too. Uh, you get to used to hearing people rattle papers or whatever, or whatever. Now, um, Jenny's on a hearing aid list, a mailing list, but she has hearing loss, total hearing loss in one ear and profound in the other. So hearing is much, much more precious for her. And she just has one hearing aid, but they want her to use, I forget exactly what it's called, but it, it simulates hearing on both sides. So I would say in her particular case, an audiologist would be great for her. Maybe somebody like Dave, Mike, maybe even myself. I don't know. Now, Dave, when you wear these, will they go through your iPhone? No, and it, it, it actually, it, it, 
it's built into the hearing aid. You're just you're using the app to adjust it the way you want it and make you know yeah it's it's got some programs already in it and then you can adjust your own other than that you use the unit itself could it be bluetooth with your iphone and that would cause a lag as i understand it you can but you don't have to right so that there goes those there goes those uh earbuds and all those things <laughs> they're there goes those but you will hear things that you don't want and i think we got a raised hand and we want the topic to be on what we're talking about so uh if anyone no there's bring... no hand raised right now bill i thought no, i saw right pam now. francis come in she came in but she didn't raise her hand okay sorry about that so, I used to have ringing in my ears, Dave, and uh, that stopped all of a sudden. I don't know what happened, but it's all of a sudden it's it's worked. My ear, my ears, aren't, my right ear isn't ringing anymore, so I don't know what that problem was. So, stop or get acclimated. You know, I found out caffeine is a big contributor to ringing in your ears, and if you can get off, get rid of your caffeine addiction, that can help greatly. Well, I cut down from from like six cups of coffee to two cups a day, so maybe that's it. Uh, that might be it. You're, you're uh, right. It might be. You, uh, do you find it easy to travel using hearing aids? I would think that would. No, I don't have a problem with that. No, in fact, it might be a little better. Ah, okay. Might might be a little better. Um, I, I think the trick there, Tim, would be to watch the volume because if you've got the, if you would have the hearing aid, you know, because I have a well. I should explain this because I also have, and I use them for hunting. I have what's called game ears, and they're designed to hear things a lot farther away. And um, it, I, I noticed that if I turn the volume up a little higher than what it should be, then it'll mess up my direction. But if I balance it out, everything seems to be fine. Yeah, and I have a balance on these too because I've used. Uh I have a binaural, binaural headset, and it's kind of fun to to walk around using that for traveling. But I, I don't think I'd want to do it all the time unless I had to or something. But it does give you pretty good direction as far as like you can hear which way a car is going if it's passing on your left or on your right. You know what I mean? That's why I would like the. I'm interested in the Bose working with Ira for the glasses that you could wear and the sound comes out of that way instead of having to use your ears and you know you can you can still travel and do the things yeah that that you need to do I guess that depends on the person some people uh that still has bone conduction and others they lose it with their hearing it you know with their ears and others don't so I, I, I don't know. Um, I think my, my issue is like with two, there's two sounds going on at once or a group of people, you know, that's where my hearing really falls apart. And that's common, you know, with hearing loss. But if these devices can really directionalize the audio, or you could do that and just turn, you're not facing them, it's your, you know, the side of your head's pointing at them or something. So they can, and I've heard. Some of them actually have a microphone you could set Alert. the One, table seven, three, four, eight, right in the middle of the table six, six, four, or the other end of the table so you can hear the, the whole conversation going on the table. Yeah. So many options out there. Oh, there is. And 
you know, Dave's taking one approach, and we're going to see how that's going to work. And, you know, if it doesn't, he can return it within 60 days. Right. So, Bill's got his hand raised. I'm just letting you know, Bill. Okay, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, uh, I got a question about the hearing aids. I know they help you hear now, but when you're out traveling out, out around, do they pick up extra sound like, the other day, well, it was uh, Monday, I went downtown, and in Chicago now, there were since so many bike riders, they have what they call four-way stoplights. In other words, they stop the traffic all four, four directions, and that gives a chance for bike riders to go through without stopping. Well, if you don't hear that bike coming, which I almost got clipped by one because the, the traffic stopped, so I figured it had the light, and it was a four-way stop, and I didn't know that, and this bike rider come by, and he swerved and missed me, and of course he said a few words. But my theory is, I think some of this stuff, like the electric cars and that, their bike riders should have some kind of noise maker on the bikes so you can hear it coming, even though you got hearing aids on. And I don't now, have to use a hearing aid, but are your four-way stoplights in Chicago built uh, controlled by you pushing a button? No, no, no. They, they, that's controlled by the um, timer, or whatever it is. All of a sudden, it comes a four-way stop for about, oh, 30 or 40 seconds. So that way, if a bike rider's coming, you know, the slam on his brakes all of a sudden, he can go through. See, in Albany, not every, not, every, not every intersection has that. There just some do. I didn't know this was a four-way stop intersection. We have large intersections in Albany that, that have a four-way stop, and what you do is you push the button, and it stops the, it, it, it stops the, the traffic in all directions. So you, would, right. you have a, ch- a chance to cross easily, but... Right. Well, this 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 is to, to let the bike riders go through on the bike lanes. Okay. It, it you know it it's a challenge, but no, I don't know that I hear extra things. I don't cross as many big streets as I used to, but I travel through parking lots and through places, and it seems to work. And I'm going to go through the airport and do different things, and you know things like that so i'm not too worried about it in fact it may be even a little better than it was so it it it's kind of a you know do i think it's worth $6500 no alert pamela francis if and raised hand now now that time i heard pam raise a hand did you guys yes i got it Go ahead, Pamela. Go ahead, Pamela. I'm sorry. Just a quick question regarding this topic. There are, with, with reference to looking at people when you talk to them, if you have a directional issue with your hearing and you can't tell where, where somebody is, how does that affect how you how you interact with someone do they know that you're married okay can somebody translate for me because I'm having a little trouble there's yeah, there's a there's a, echo there's a there. someone's got uh, <clears throat> someone's got an echo and I'm not sure where it's coming from because it's not Not sure. We, uh, I don't. I don't have my. I don't have my thing on. I, I don't have it turned up. 
Okay, try it now, Pam. Just why don't you repeat the question? I think we can do it if you do it one more time. I think we'll be okay. Try it now, Pam. All right. What I was asking is with reference to looking at someone when you talk to them. If you're if you're having issues with direction, with, with you wear these things, how, how does that affect how you how you can orient yourself to the person that you're talking to? I don't have a problem with that. No. Well, if you have two of them, you're kind of going to get stereo, <laughs> I guess you could say. So, you know, if you're looking straight ahead, you're going to hear whatever's. If somebody's in the center, I always, the way I explain it to somebody is that the sound comes at your nose. And then, of course, if somebody's on the left or the right. Now, these hearing aids, one the other thing they do have is four-way. It has, they have four microphones. So you have left, right, front, and back. And you can turn some off if you need to? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'd be curious to hear your opinion. Of course, it'd be hard to really demo because no one could hear it. So. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I told him we could demo the app, and he could talk yeah. about what it sounds like to him when he changes certain right settings. But I, I think it's you know this has been out for a while, and this this may be a breakthrough. It's it's important that it works well for you, but it's also important that maybe this will do something to bring down hearing aids to make them more affordable for everybody across the board. Not just you, but everybody. I mean, most people can scrape together $700, I mean, if they have to, easier than they can $6,000 for two hearing aids. Or Well, the nice thing is they do give you 60 days to try it, and if it doesn't... If it doesn't do what I think it should do, I'll, I would just return it. But you know, there's only one way to find out, and that's to try it and see what happens. Now, did you you didn't go to Walmart to, to actually look at these things, right, Dave? You ordered online. Is that what is that what you did, or did you go? To, did you actually go to the Walmart store to to look at them? No, they don't have them in this store. There's they, only like five stores that they actually have them in, and they didn't have them in until recently. I just saw online where there are five big Walmarts in major, major cities, but they're not available anywhere else. Otherwise, they ship, well, They even even if you order it through Walmart here, it's shipped from the manufacturer. Sure, so, I understand see, that. The, the thing about it that concerns me is there's everybody has different degrees of hearing loss and hearing, you know, can they make something a one-fit-all? Um, I don't think so, because Mild hearing loss, like a lot of us have, would be different from you know, uh, a profound. Jennifer right. deals with profound. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what worries me just a little bit. But hey, somebody's got to take a chance. And as we get older, we all have some hearing loss. There was a time, and I don't think you could do this anymore. But Dave, maybe you can remember this. Remember the days with television sets? I used to be able to hear the high frequency pitch of the. Is it the horizontal or the vertical or one of those on your television set? And I can actually tune a TV set and make the picture perfect by listening to the, the, the high-frequency tone. 
I oh yeah, that's how that's how originally I used to align satellite dishes. And I can't do that anymore because the TVs don't make that tone anymore. Unless unless I I've lost that hearing, but I don't. No, think that, they, they don't do that. That was five twenty five by thirty, so it was fifteen yeah. fifty, and you can hear that. And yep, yeah, that's all gone. Uh, I used to be able to hear that nineteen kilohertz stereo. Yeah, but pilot, pilot tone. And, wow. Yeah, and that. I found rather annoying on some receivers that let it go through a lot. Nine forty-four thirty. I'm. I never heard that one, Tim. Maybe I did actually and didn't realize it, but I could hear the subcarrier sometime in the background when they didn't have it properly uh, aligned properly on the radio station side yeah. of things that I, that I do remember. So you could hear that like, if you know what I mean, Tim. I, I, I can't explain it in any other way, but that's what you could hear in the background. But. Yeah, it was kind of a like. A shaky, <laughs> rough. Well, the exception, be. Tim, because most males are up around sixteen k, and women go up to about eighteen. Yeah. Nineteen, so. Yeah, well, mine still is a lot better than normal, which I'm very happy. I hope it stays that way, but I probably won't. <laughs> if anybody has any comments and they want to send me an email at bill at billsparks.org or if they just want to call our feedback line 800-693-0595 and leave their comment. I think we got Jerry with... Maybe Go ahead, Jerry. The horizontal, you hit the horizontal hold button on your TV to straighten out the picture. Another thing I can hear, talking about uh, subcarriers and all that, um, KDKA FM, well, they were at 92.9. They used to um, put the pirate games on their subcarrier as well as, you know, on uh, 1020 AM or whatever. Subcarrier or FM, and um, when we were like a hundred, when we were in your area, Dave, in Altoona, there, did you ever know when WFBG took the um, games on FM? You could hear the beautiful music coming from the main carrier of KDKA FM. Okay, I, well, I, I didn't know that, Jerry. But. Yeah, but we're we're talking about hearing aids right now. Um, okay. And we'll we'll get back to that in just a moment. Now, what about like door openings and things like that, Bill? Do you notice a difference? No, I I hear those just fine. Um, I can hear them fine or distant sounds or things like that, no problem. What about if you're at a at a crowd and there are a lot of people talking in, in the background? Do you find it hard, Bill, to hear uh, let that someone's talking to you per se? Because that can that, I'm sure that could be a problem. If that you, could if you be a problem, and if that is, then I just hit a button and back something off a little bit, and it usually clears it up. <laughs> Excuse me. Do we have another raised hand? Alert one five zero five 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 four one. Yeah, Joe, hold on a second. Like, this this Zoom keeps losing focus oh, here, I'm guys. Telling you, wait. Let me try this again. Go ahead, Joe. 
Okay, hi. This is Joe. I'm, I'm going to get my hearing aid U- University of New Mexico audiologist for $838. And fortunately, insurance company, they cover only 10%. But I, I, am, I, I am told that the volume will actually be adjustable, that I won't have to turn it up or down, but I'm still going to, I still looked at it. But this, this will be an interesting experiment. To be to be at this age, we have a mild hearing loss, and after the hearing test, she said, "Are you interested in a hearing aid?" And without any any pausing, I said, "Yes," because I I, I want to hear what's around me. I don't want to be left in this world of mild hear loss. But it's it's actually interesting from Walmart and actually other things. But I I, I actually feel it's actually in good hands. With, with the audiologist in 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 UNM, but it's actually when you have to make the step in life at, in all of ages, and we 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 all lose the high frequency. One time on Science Friday on NPR, they did a little test of higher frequencies, and even some years ago, I I could not hear the higher frequencies that they were testing it. Oh man. We understand, Joe. Well, Let me ask you guys a question, and I don't know because I don't have a hearing aid or anything like that, but do any of the people know if any of these hearing aids are covered by Medicaid or Med- not Medicaid, Medicare at all, or I have a feeling they aren't, but does anyone know that answer to that question? Well, when I worked at Social Security, hearing aids were not covered under Medicare, and I don't believe they are now. However, you can probably get some third-party insurances that might cover hearing aids and they might be covered under medicaid or you know something of of that nature but straight out medicare at the, when i retired and i'm only going to reference it with that they were not covered under I heard medicare not too long ago there was some uh, legislation that they were going to at least approve at least some, something more economical uh like maybe dave's acquiring right uh, that may be pending. I heard something that's like two or three months ago about it. And right, so that, that could be. bragging about it, so I don't know exactly what it is. You know, and, and that's something that it could be. And th- th- that would be great, you know, if, if that were the case. Um, but, you know, these audiologists, I don't know if she was an audiologist, maybe not, but she was the lady that were that didn't set up my hearing aid initially when I got my first one, and she says, well, I'm a control freak, and I like to have control, so I will control what your levels are. And I never liked that. I never liked that person after that, and that influenced my decision to go to another doctor. I don't want somebody telling me what I have to do. And yeah, she that's, said, that's a tough thing, because there's some people who, you know, we... we Incoming plus one. Dang, Plus God. one, and two, raise and lower three, levels, nine, and so, but some people five, aren't. They're just going to put it in six, and expect it to work, five, two, and zero, they're going to need that kind of hand holding. And here, I'll set what I think will work for you, and come back in a couple weeks, and we'll we'll tweak it. You tell me where you're having problems, and but I think do, they, do these hearing aids have controls that you can do it yourself, Mike? Because I don't, you, you said that she well, sets some the levels. Do, some don't. I mean, okay, and mine okay. does, but but and Dave's will. But so, but she said it's going to be preset, 
you can do one thing in the iPhone where you can set the level, and she showed me. But we, I, I'm. She said I'm a control freak. So no, no, no well, we got a problem because I'm a control freak and I want to adjust it because I know what what what's best for you. My life. You know what what's best for you, and so you know you're the one that's got to live with them, and I never like that attitude. <laughs> and so it used to bug me. I'm going to try something here. Raised hand. Okay. Did you have your hand raised, Bill? He has his hand raised. Yeah, he does. Did you want me to pick him up, Bill? Yeah, go ahead before we switch topics here. Go ahead, Bill. Alert, 1773483766363 has lowered hand. I don't think you got it. Go anything. ahead, Bill. See if I can get you now. It's not, these buttons are not working right. Let me try it again. I'm not having a problem here. If, Bill, if Chris, if you now? can... There yeah. you go. Okay, I must have hit the mute button myself. That's why uh, I would let me unmute you. Okay. Yeah, right. I must hit my own. didn't realize it. Uh, what I was going to say, Bill was talking about this uh, woman that he worked with, hearing aids, he's a control freak. Well, I've got an opinion that when I go to any type of doctor, I don't care what doctor it is, audiologist, a hearing doctor, eye doctor, medical doctor, I always inform the doctor when I get in. If I had to go to a new doctor, the first thing I inform him, I hired you. You didn't hire me. So you you talk to me and tell me everything, or we're finished. Encoders to Zoom. Zoom meeting ID. Eight jaws home mute. Yeah, you kind of like to know what's going on. And, right, because you you hire them. They don't hire you. They don't come out and say, Hey, you got a you got a, a, a appendicitis. Can you come to me? No, I went to you because I was sick or something like that. So. Yeah. Even, even the hospital, my wife was in the hospital for like three, two months, and then the nursing home there towards the end. And the hospital and the nursing home hated me because I said, look, you guys work for me. I don't work for you. So you take care of the things you're supposed to. Well, I think that, man, I'm glad I'm not on your bad side, Bill. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's just the way I am. I mean, I, you know, if you're in a nursing home or in a hospital, they're working for you. You're not working for them. So they're supposed to take care of you and tell you what's going on. Right. Any question then. Not just, not just say, but this is where we're going to do it. So what? No, that's not the way it works. I'm kind of the same way, Bill, because... I know I've had some surgeries, well, lots of surgeries, especially for, with my eyes and stuff. And I want to know what's going on. And a lot of times you go in for surgery, you really don't have any. I, I want to know what's going on when they take you into the operating room and before they put you to sleep. I want to know exactly what's happening. And, and if you don't tell them uh, that you need to know this stuff, they just don't tell you anything. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, it's just like I, I had to take a new medical doctor just to straight come out and retired after being with him for 45 years. And I went to this. He referred me to this younger guy. He's probably in his, oh, maybe 40s. And first thing when I walked in, he started in. I said, I said, doctor, I said, let's get one thing straight. 
He said, what's that? And I said, you hire, I hire you, you don't hire me, and we're going to discuss everything. You're not going to sit there on your computer and just read the stuff and then turn around not saying to me. You're going to tell me what you're reading, what you're thinking, and oh. that's the way it's going to operate. And the, and the guy said, the doctor me said, oh, that's right. You're Mr. Levy, aren't you? And I said, that's right. He said, well, your other doctor told me about you, and you're well known here in Northwestern. Is that, is that good or bad, Bill? I'm not sure if that's good or bad, Bill. Are you, yeah. Are you, are, you trouble, are you known as a troublemaker, Bill, or what? I'm just I'm kidding. No, no, I just, no not, not necessarily a troublemaker. I just, um, they just know that when they're going to discuss something with me, they're not going to be beating around the bush, and you're going to tell me everything. Now, be true. aware, I was told, and I was told by uh, my doctor, and he says, I don't follow the rule, but I was told on the Medicare that, that he can't see me. He can only see me for 15 minutes, and if the visit runs more than 15 minutes, he's told that he's not allowed to do that. Uh, oh, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's true there. I mean, that's true. But, true. of course, once you get to know the doctor, like my other doctor I had for 45 years, I mean, the wife, Claudia, and I both went to him, and... We was under Medicare since 65, I'll be 80, but he used to sometimes spend 30, 40 minutes a person. I mean, he didn't even worry about it. No, guys, I hate to interrupt this, but I need to take a quick break. Okay. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow, right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Jar opener, battery. All right, we are back. You know, I'm going to take a few minutes, if you guys don't mind, and talk about a discovery I made over the weekend. Um, I'm going to be careful in my choice of words here, but this dis- this topic is about Lady A. And we've got a few minutes because our, our demo is not quite as long today. 
um, is about Lady A. And how many people know that you can use Lady A on your computer? Mike, were you aware of that? Yeah, I well, you told me the other day, and I installed it, and uh, my friend Abby installed it as well. She didn't have as good a success. It didn't really, res- it played music, but it wouldn't respond to voice prompts. But huh. what happened, I guess you have to install it twice. If you just search for the Lady A Apple Caller, Alert. and then it'll install one, and it loads a web page, and it says, download the latest version then it installs a second one but yeah i've been using it uh for the last day you can do everything on your computer you can uh, i guess right buying a dot or another you add it to a second room or right and you you can do a lot of things with it i'm going to try here i don't know with the way our computer issues have been this morning i i wouldn't know if this is going to work right now but um i'm going to try Alexa, play WGN. Alexa, stop. Now, I don't know if that came out over the air. No, we didn't hear it. We didn't hear it on Zoom anyway. No, we didn't hear it on Zoom. You didn't hear it on Zoom. But if they heard it on the air, I don't know. All right. So it, but it, So my only caveat, it seems to work. It, it takes a little longer. And if you speak too fast, it's not... It's just my say, I don't have that problem. Okay. I don't think I have. I have to wait at least a second, almost two seconds. I say your name, and I have to wait to hear a little audible beep, and then issue the command. But like I said, what I, for me anyway, I had to install it twice. So I don't so, know. I didn't have to you, install it twice. Um, do you get it from the App Store on Amazon? Is that how you no, do it? No, no, I mean no, on Amazon no. on Microsoft. I'm I'm sorry. Yes. Just go to hit your Windows key and type in A L E X A. Press Enter. Install it. Um, you have to sign in. To, you have to have a Windows account, and most people do. So that and install it. And I didn't have any problem. I didn't have to do it twice at all. Somebody so told me it didn't work until, and I told her to go try it again because I installed it twice. It, it popped up and said download the latest version. No, I did do an update, but it works. And but that's going to depend what kind of microphone. If you're doing it on a laptop with one of those built-in microphones, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I did this one through. And like I said, I can hear it in my headsets, but I don't know. Uh, no, it did not come over the air. did not come over the air? No. Okay, well, we'll fix that for next week's demo. It didn't come over the air, but I can play my Audible books. I can listen to Sirius XM. I can do anything I can do, and I can get it in good, true stereo sound. And we'll we'll fix that. Just so you know, Bill, Pam Francis has her hand raised. All right, go ahead, Pam. 
Alert, Pamela Francis Ifant has lowered hand. Go ahead, Pam. Are you... Uh, okay, I'm... Uh, can you hear me? You're good. I hear you, Pam. Go ahead. All right, now, um, with reference to that, you are you saying that that has to come from the Microsoft App Store? And I had another comment that had to do with your previous topic. If you can answer that one, then I can, I'll make Well, my okay. Point. All right. It does come from the App Store. Once you get it installed, then you have to sign in to, to when you finish setting it up, then you sign into your Amazon account. And then your Amazon settings are invoked. And then you're good to go. Okay, good thing. And it now, is free, free, free. It is free. Go ahead, Pam. Now, you, 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 had, you were talking about hearing aids and Medicare a few minutes ago. I wanted to bring to your attention maybe some things that some folks may not know. I found out quite by accident that I could get the handbook that Medicare offers every year in Braille. Yes, that is true, and that's been true for a long time. Well, see, and, I didn't know that until this year. Right, you you can get them on flexible. Well, it used to be flexible disc, but you can get them in Braille. You can get them in a lot of different formats. The Medicare handbook. Anyway, that's I wasn't trying to divert the topic. Yeah, pass that on. Yeah, no, no, no. May not know. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you, Pam. Um, do we have another raised hand, Jeff? We do, and if I hope the Zoom is working because it keeps it keeps losing focus on me, Bill. So I I am sorry. Um, Go ahead, Bill. Seven seven three four eight three seven six six three has lowered hand. <laughs> yeah, Go ahead, can Bill. you hear me? Yeah, yeah, it's muting me for some reason when you unmute, so I might unmute it here. Oh, listen, this is the only thing. Uh, Bill, I had another phone call I had to take, and that's why I got off the phone. But you did my Lady A again, and I don't know what you're trying to bring up, but all she kept saying to me for about three minutes was, I can find that on ABC, NBC, something else, Crackle, Snapple, and different things. Oh, it, it, it was different. done she just... She finally stopped it. It was done to me. It was done to mess you up, Bill. Um, <laughs> it was done truly, truly to mess you up. But what, what we were trying to do, Bill, was to show that you can run Amazon through your computer. Now, my computer, um, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But it um, has been working a little erratically for the past four days. But anyway, the the purpose of it is to show that you can listen to Amazon on a laptop or whatever through... Yeah, I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is I had my... I turned my... Uh, I shut the phone off, but I turned the volume on the radio so I could, on my computer so I could hear it, what you're talking about. I knew what you were going to discuss. And then... Uh, you said the lady A name, and she said yes, and you said something, and then she and came back, and all crazy. she said was, Star Wars, Satan, these things, she can find it here. And I thought, well, what did he do? <laughs> it's a conspiracy to mess you up. 
And I'm going to show you, Bill, who's really in control here. You know what I mean? I'm going to really show you who's in control. Here, and it's yeah, not me. She just happened to be close enough where I had the volume up loud enough. She caught it again like you did the other day. I caught it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she but, caught it. But but. W- once we get this working, it's and it's not it's not Lady A's fault or anybody's fault. Oh, I know that. But I, what, I, what I'm saying is, I didn't know what all these things were. It was looking for is that you can find it on ABC, NBC, and all these kind Crackle, of places. Sample, yeah, something else. You know, all kinds of. Yeah, you probably tuned everybody's Lady A to WGM. <laughs> I probably did. Probably did. But we we will get we will get it. Um, fixed here and just let me just try one last little thing here you might want to say something there Jeff for just a moment because well, what I was impressed with is it you know my echo sitting right here on my desktop and I was afraid it would activate both but once I turned it on it, the computer took over and it did not activate the echo so I'm smart enough to know proximity can, can I try this one more time Go ahead. I just hit another button since Jaws is not working so well anyway. Um, let me see here. Alexa, play WCBS. Play WCBS. Oh, it's making mine play. I'm sorry. That was fine. Like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, Here's what you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can Alexa, do is... Alexa, stop. <clears throat> Alexa, stop. I'm getting all kinds of WCBSs here. But, Alexa, stop. <laughs> now, Dave, I'll be curious if that one went out over the air. It did. It did? That went out over the air? Yeah. I did okay. it at WCBS. Well, let me try this well, one. Well, I potted it up because he activated mine. Oh. Okay. Well, let me try this one. Alexa, play my Audible book. No, we're not hearing anything. Alexa, stop. Now, wonder why that would be. But it is working. You hear it. So that that's the main thing for audience to know. It does work. It works and works well. I listened to the debate last night with it. it. It definitely works. Oh, yeah. It definitely, 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 definitely works. And works works quite well. You can do a gamut of anything. And if suppose you were into recording things, you could do that, too. So it works and works well, and it's free. Hadn't thought of that. Yeah. We have virtual recorder, and uh, there you go. You can record. You can do whatever you want to do, and it's free, and it works. So um, before we go to our our demo, I'm going to tell you, starting Sunday... On my computer, and I don't know if this was a malware, what the problem was, I lost all my mail out of my mail account. Just nothing nothing was working. I wasn't getting email, but I was getting it on my phone, and I knew I hadn't made any change in settings, so I uninstalled it and reinstalled it, and then they came back, and then it went away again, and I... And 
uninstalled some more malware or what it perceived to be as malware and so far I'm back okay but man be careful out there when you surf the web or whatever the case may be that you know you're doing or some of these lists and things you use just be so very careful so um, it um, it goes without saying anybody want to say anything before we go to Dave and Chris's demo I don't have anything to say. I just hope that we get the Zoom straightened out. That's all I can say. Right. That's all I can say, too, yeah. Jeff. Uh, you guys are going to, well, maybe you're going to um, do something here. Hold on just a second, Dave. We've lost all speech again. Let's just just let's say with that for all of those who are wanting to know what you're hearing, you're listening to the Coffee Club on legendoldies.com or wherever you're listening to it, whether it be your Amazon device or your Google device, whatever. But that's what's here. That's what's being broadcast. It's the Coffee Club, and we, maybe we just haven't had enough coffee today. I think that's it, Jeff. But fortunately, I fixed this problem. We're going to talk about what are you guys doing this week? David. What's up, Bill? What are you doing this week? Well, today we are going to talk about something that's uh, it's a little bit different. Um, we found on uh, QVC, we, we found this battery-operated jar opener. And I was really skeptical about it because I didn't think it would work. And, you know, because being battery operated and you know how some battery can openers work and stuff. And uh, But anyway, we decided to try it and it actually does work. <laughs> oh, so wow. that's what the demo is about. Well, I'm interested to hear it because we have some people in our audience who could take advantage of something like this. So... Let's sit back and listen, and hopefully this comes through, and I can mute my microphone and get out of here for a minute. <laughs> it is going from bad to worse here, Jeff. So, jar opener, battery, October. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another exciting demo. Uh, as you have heard over the weeks, you know, we always try to come up with, um, we come up with some expensive products sometimes, but a lot of times we try to find things that are uh, around 20 bucks or maybe even under 20 bucks. So, um, we've talked about uh, all kinds of things like attachments for mixers and this and that and the other thing. Um, we have a couple other demos coming up, um, which are pretty neat products. But today, we've got an interesting product. And, and i got to tell you, when I saw this on QVC, I said to Chris, I did not think this would work. Of course, I had to order it. <laughs> yeah. 
So we, she thought she would order it, and we would try it and find out if it really did work. And as it turned out, it did, which surprised me. <laughs> so anyway, the first thing I'm going to let you, I'm going to do is let Chris give you some information about this hands-free battery-operated jar opener. This is an automatic hands-free jar opener by Cook's Essentials. It's from QVC, obviously, because that's one of their products. And it's item number is K48178. That's K48178, if the telemarketers are through bothering us. <laughs> it was on QVC a week ago this past Sunday on the Kitchen Show. Its current price is still nineteen ninety eight. I just checked it this morning. It's It regularly sells for $22, so if you miss the sale price, it's really not that much more. You may order it by calling 1-800-345-1212 if you have a credit card on file with QVC and if you have the item number handy. Or you may call 1-800-345-1515 and speak with a real person. Or you may go to qvc.com. Again, the item number is K47, I mean 48178. But if you put in QVC's search field, jar opener, it will pull it right up and then look for the Cook's Essentials because there are several. But this is the only battery-operated one I've seen. Now, that's not to say there's not some out there, but that's the only one I've ever seen, which is why one reason I wanted to try it. It measures approximately 8 inches long three inches wide and about four inches tall if you set it down on the table and it weighs approximately 14 ounces okay so um I'll attempt to describe this thing because it it's is a funny kinda, looking thing. Yeah, kind of like a, a little animal with. Kind of reminds feet. me of a. The top of it reminds me of a sort of of a one of those trim line phones. The receiver on a trim line phone. Yeah. Kind of looks like it's not as long, but it kind of looks like that. So on, we'll, we'll uh, sit, I have this sitting down on the table. And the first thing I want to do is, is I want to put, it comes with uh, two AA batteries. And um, so on one end of the unit, um, okay, let's try it this way. If you turn it so that it, the, the long part of the unit is going from left to right. Um, if you look at the, uh, if you look at one end on the top of the unit, there's a big button on the top. We want to go to the opposite end. And uh, on the opposite end, you will see on, and still looking at the top, you're going to see a little, it's, it's actually a door for the, uh, where the battery goes, where the two batteries go. And it's got uh, 
little ridges on it where you can put your fingers and you pull the, the little battery door open on the unit and if the batteries are not in there you pull that door open it's just a small little door and you'll see uh, two holes and <clears throat> with the button to your left and the opening that you just took the door off of to your right if you take your two AA batteries and the plus or the point uh, tip of the battery the first one the first hole towards you the tip faces uh, the flat end goes into the unit into the hole and the pointed end sticks out and then the second one uh, hole um, the battery goes the opposite direction so the point is going to go into the hole or the tip of the battery goes into the hole that's the plus and the minus sticks out and then I got two batteries here and I have them in here and I will put my door back onto the unit and now I have <clears throat> batteries in the unit so on each end of the unit on the bottom of the plastic uh, case there are they're like um, little curved um, pieces that stick down they they go down and then they turn and they go underneath the uh, the case and then on the end of them there's a rubber thing and it's a little it's, bit flexible yeah it's like a little rubber um, oh I don't know uh, a rubber strip and there's one of those on each end of this unit and what happens is when you put the unit on top of a jar um, and you and you start it and you start it it will automatically those those pieces come together um, and then there's a, on the bottom of the um, just underneath the case there's another set of rubber pieces that, that go front to back um, they're just short little rubber pieces they look sort of similar only they're smaller yeah and so what happens when you put this onto the jar and the jar and this thing starts to move everything comes together against the jar and then eventually the thing builds up pressure and it will take the lid loose on your jar now in the beginning and I said about on the left we have this still this is still going from left to right and on the left hand end of the top in about going from the left towards the right you're going to see this oblong big button on there and that's what you're going to use to start this thing and then of course if you go the whole way across and you clear over to the right and then you're going to find the the, uh, the little battery door the thing sort of curves down uh, the, the top of the unit just sort of curves down and then where the battery door is has those little ridges and you pull them off and and uh, 
that's a big, big button. It's about it is a big two inch, inch and a half or two inches across, maybe about. Yeah, it probably is two. It's big enough. You could actually use the palm of your hand to push it if you didn't want to just use your fingers. Or the heel of your hand. Or the heel of your hand. Yeah. Your fingers. Um, and it 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 does what it's supposed to. So what happens in the operation of this thing, the way this thing works is you've got, as I said, the two um, pieces that curve down on each end of the unit, that is if you're going looking at it from left to right, they curve down and then they go to a rubber flange, if that's what you want to call it, each one on each end. But right above that rubber flange is, is that other set of rubber pieces, one one on the left and one on the right. And what happens is, whenever you start this, the top rubber pieces turn. It turns the whole uh, base, uh, on the under part of the base, um, it turns that. And as it turns that, the two end pieces come together, and so do the top pieces. They come together against the jar. The big pieces on the bottom of this unit, they come together against the jar, and the two pieces in the middle, or, you know, or, or above the two big pieces, they come together on the lid. And then as they come together and they tighten up, that, then the machine builds up, adds a little bit more power until it breaks the lid loose. It's pretty amazing. It's kind of really hard to explain exactly how the thing works. Now, you can't do, it's not big enough for gallon jars, and that's been one of the complaints, and I actually wrote a review about it, and I gave it a 4 out of 5, and the only reason I didn't give it a 5 out of 5 was because it doesn't do the gallon jars, and sometimes those are the hardest ones to get your hands around. So, my suggestion was that they come out with a a, a net, like a, a another size. I don't know if they could actually do it with this one, but they could come out with another size for bigger jars. Like those great big gallon pickle jars, something like that. Yeah, or just big gallon anything's. We did try this on a small bottle. It had a lid on it about an inch uh, across or round, whichever, <laughs> and um, the unit did take it off. The problem that I had was the unit's a little bigger than what that lid is, and so when I put it down on there, I sort of had to keep my hand on it so that it didn't fall off until the machine worked those pieces over far enough to grab the, 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 uh, the bottle, and it popped the lid right off. And it looks like it would go even smaller. I don't have any... Well, I do, but I have a Worcestershire sauce bottle, but we didn't try any lids any smaller than that. But it does look like it might go smaller. Um, the only thing, once you do that, you've got to wait on it to work its way back 
out because it doesn't stay there for a small yeah. jar. It'll yeah. open it, but then when you take it off, it you have to wait till the unit uh, sort of resets resets itself, and it'll run for a minute or so until the uh, pieces on each end go out away from each other, and, t- and then the unit will stop. Got it. We don't really know how long the batteries will last. I guess, uh, of course, depends on how much you use it and things like that. We just got it last Friday, so. And obviously, it's got to use more power if you've got a jar that has an extremely tight lid. Or maybe for smaller lids because it has to work its way there and back. Right. Okay, got the recorder in my pocket, and we have a 24-ounce jar of pickles. It's a, it's about the standard pickle jar size that you see in people's houses. It's not real big. It's not real small. Okay, so what I'm going to do, <clears throat> this has not been opened, so you know that these pickle jars, and those of you who use this thing, you know, I mean, that use uh, pickles, know how hard it can be to get those lids off of those jars. Listen for the seal to pop. That's what you're going to be listening for on the demo anyway when on the recording. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to set this unit on top of the jar, sort of center it on the on the top of the jar. I'm going to put one hand on it at least till I get it to start. And I'm going to press the big button on this unit. And just let go of it. I'm not even touching it now. I held it in for a couple seconds till it started moving. And that pop was the lid breaking loose on this jar. Now I can slide this unit off and it broke that lid loose. It's amazing. And and I, I tried to take that off with my hands and I couldn't do it. I would have had to have some kind of rubber uh, opener or something. Maybe even some extra vitamins or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, because this was a bigger jar, it did not take this unit long to reset itself when it got done. But the trick is, when you put this onto a jar, you let the um, you hold you center it on the jar lid. And you hold your, put a hand on it until you, until you start it. You hold the button in for about two or three seconds. Um, it starts moving, but you got to wait a couple seconds till it revs up, I guess. And then once you do, you can you can actually take your hands away from that jar, and that unit will go ahead, and the uh, the two top pieces will come together on the lid, and the two great big bottom pieces they'll come together on the jar and it'll snap that thing right loose. So as you can see, the unit did exactly what they claim it will do. Um, Like I said, I questioned it when I saw it, but I was really surprised. And um, I guess sometimes, sometimes you get fooled, and I really did on this one. So... 
Curtis, do you want to give the information about the product one more time? Actually, the title of my review that I wrote was The Crazy Thing Actually Works. Um, this is a Cook's Essentials automatic hands-free jar opener. It's, you know, you can call it hands-free. It's not, maybe not quite, but close. Its item number is k 48178 that's K48178. We have an unruly bird. It is available at QVC currently for $19.98, normally $22. You can go to QVC.com to purchase it. Or you may call 1-800-345-1212 if you have a Q card or a credit card on file of any other kind, too, that they take. And the item number, which again is K48178. Or you may call 1-800-345-1515 to speak with a real person. If you go to QVC.com, just put jar opener in the search field and look for the Cook's Essentials when there's a, there's only one. And again, it's um, 8 inches long, 4 inches uh, tall if it's sitting down on the table and three inches wide and weighs about 14 ounces. Well, that's how the unit works. We were really surprised, um, you know, because some of this stuff that's battery operated just doesn't have enough power to do uh, what it's supposed to do without killing the batteries in a matter of seconds. Uh, this one didn't seem to do that. I mean, it didn't seem to kill the battery. So um, we're, we're pretty happy with the unit. We've played with it quite a bit and used it a number of times. So if you have any questions about this product, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us and we'll make sure you get the answers to the questions that you might have. Or you may reach us during this broadcast at 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. You will then press pound as instructed. Put in the meeting ID, which is 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. Press pound one more time as instructed. When you are asked for your user ID, press pound again, and you will be in the Zoom room where you may ask your questions or make your comments regarding this product. Well, that's it for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 
Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. We are back. Very interesting demo. (laughs) Definitely interesting. (laughs) Does it destroy the jar cover at all after you've opened it? No. No, it's it's perfect. It it just breaks the lid loose and, and just comes right off. Wow. And of course, the the lid is okay. You can put it back on when you're finished or whatever. <laughs> Bill has his hand raised. I'm hoping I can unmute him. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. Calling Bill. I got him. You know, it's not focusing right on my on my computer, Chris. And I'm sorry because I would normally help you better. Go ahead, Bill. Are you there? Yeah. We're here. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, Dave and Chris, uh, I've got one like that, but mine's electric, and I've had it for like 15 years, and it takes gallon jars. Well, there you go. It sits on the counter back in the corner, and if the jar can't get it, just turn the switch on, raise the unit up, set the jar up, push down on it, and bang, it's open. Yeah. yeah. There you it's go. Yeah, mine's electric. I got it probably... Oh, I don't know, 15 years ago or more. I bought it at uh, Walmart for, uh, I think it was 24 or $25. A lot of neat but gadgets out there. Oh, oh yeah, it, it's really handy. I mean, it's really great because, you know, you get some of those large pickle jars, you can't get your hand around them right. That's you right. You the grip, and you just, you just set this thing on there. And mine works a little different. It's got a turntable on the bottom of the jar. It sits on this turntable, and it grips the jar, and then it grips the lid, and it just kind of spins the jar, and... And as soon as it snaps open, the unit shuts off. So I, just... I had a soda bottle I couldn't open. You know those soda bottles, the, the, the one-liter or two-liter bottles of soda? And I could not, for the life of me, turn the knob, turn the, the, the cap on the thing. But I know that jar opener wouldn't work on that because it's probably too small for that kind of thing. Well, actually, we, we tried it on some pretty small lids. It did work. Now, I don't know about those plastic bottles because, you know, when the, you know, the grip might crush it. <laughs> That wouldn't be a good thing. No. <laughs> Not a good thing at all, but, you know, it's just another tool in the chest, right? 
Yeah. It's just something else you can use. Um, I see. No, I don't see any hands right. How's your June oven working out, guys? It's doing well. Very well. I, I can't report much. I'm not at home. But Jenny used it once, and it seemed to work okay. Um, I will be traveling next Wednesday, so I won't be here. So going back home. So I will give you some first-hand experiences in my updates. And so we'll we'll know more about it. We're we're expending, experimenting more with the camera. I think Tim's got some problems with this. Yeah, there were two Tims actually. I, I, at yeah, one I should be should be back. Okay, hey, there. Wait a second. It sounds so much different. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> I I was switching because I got a we've got a call about. Well, this is going back to hearing aid things. Uh, from Bonnie in California. I don't know if you want me to play that. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and play it. Or do you want okay. me to play it? Or? Um, well, if, if you have it, um, you probably can play it better than I can because it's going to be coming over my speakers. Well, the only reason I w- was hesitating because I don't know if my Jaws is... Is it okay oh. gone now? Or you're not hearing Jaws? I don't think so. I'm not hearing it. So far, we're not hearing it. I think think we're good then. Uh, Lynn, give me a minute, Tim, and I'll... Oh, okay. I'll go get it if you want me to. Yeah, because I I can play it over the mic, and it probably would sound okay. But if you... I can go get it here in just a second. Why don't you guys talk for just a minute and give me a second to prepare it. I just now got this to where I can get this to... To work, so I, I don't, the Jaws doesn't. Dave, maybe the next uh, thing you'll demo might be the Vegematic if uh, if it comes back on in popularity. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't have a Vegematic, and I don't really think. They, they work on television, but not when you get them home. That's what uh, I uh, was at. A, I got to tell you a story. I was at a department store with my uh, with my mother one day, and they were demonstrating. I said, Mom, you got to buy it, buy it, Mom. She was so embarrassed, she bought the thing. And, and she bought the thing, and we got it home, and she cut her hand, and she said, I'm never using this thing again. And she threw it in a cupboard, and we never, we, she never used it. Only used it that one time. <laughs> All I can tell you. We bought one of those. We bought one of those, they call them mandolins. They're, uh, and it, it, we used it once. She got cut on it. I got cut on it. It was a, it was a handheld <laughs> thing. It actually went in the one of the last garage sales. Yeah. Is there some, is there what was what is the gadget what is the gadget that you bought that 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 really sounded good but it was the worst piece of garbage you ever bought and you and you'd swear you'll never use it again. Is that is that the one that makes the cake or is there something else that you guys have bought? Well, that would have been one of them. Uh, I, I bought a. Uh, a wireless microphone one of those you know well sort of toys but uh it was terrible it only went about 10 feet <laughs> i bought a snow cone maker from hasbro when i was a kid what they didn't tell you is that the thing was made so poorly that pieces of the machine would, would get into the snow cones that you were making so <laughs> guess what tim you get to play it anyway because i don't see bonnie's Phone. Oh, maybe when I took it, it 
you took it, it away. It, it, it got off the server. Tim. Yeah, it got off the server, so that's why okay. I didn't see it. Sorry so. about that. Okay. So you get the honor of playing Bonnie's message. I can I, do it, but it's yeah, not there I, for me to do. All righty, I will. Hi, everyone. This is Bonnie in Southern California. And um, some quick comments uh, about the hearing aid business. Um, I happen to know something about this because my husband was born, well, I had a congenital hearing loss, and it's much more severe than yours. It is not to be compared with hearing loss from aging. Because of that, he's very involved with hearing aids and studying about them and uh, is a member of Hearing Loss Association of America, um, hearingloss.org. If you don't know about it, you may want to check it out if there's a local um, group of them. Um, if you're dealing with hearing issues, you might want to check. They're similar to CCB and, well, not nearly as good, but anyway. Oops. <laughs> I know you're not playing this, so. Um, Oops. <laughs> there is a bill that I think was um, enacted in the t- uh, 2017 um, about lower cost hearing aids, but there's still the rulemaking process is going on, and it'll be another year before it's done. You remember when we had the um, 2010 um, 21st century video accessibility, it's similar rulemaking to that. Um, For people who are dealing with mild hearing loss, age-related, these cheaper hearing aids may be effective, and who wouldn't? I mean, we pay $7,000 for Bob's. Um, He needs them. He can't have anything else. You're not in that category. The reason they cost so much for those hearing aids is you get a package deal. You get full service. When your mold goes out, when it needs to be adjusted, when something needs to be done, you go in, you don't pay for every office visit. If you had to pay an audiologist or a hearing aid dispenser who are also licensed, you would have to pay out of the pocket much more. Um, But again, this may not apply to any of you. Um, Some insurance companies are starting to pay the cheap amount for hearing aids, a little more than 700 for them, but, and that's only because there have been some studies showing that hearing hearing loss in later life may correlate with dementia. I didn't say cause dementia, correlate is something different. So now the insurance companies are getting a little bit on board they haven't had a good lobbying um, process with this group, so uh, Medicare does not pay for them. Medicaid will buy you one hearing aid, is my understanding, which, of course, is outdated. Anyway, I might read a little more to you, Bill, but I wanted to at least, because I'm hearing some kind of misinformation, and, you know, it's a give and take when you have, yes, they're working for you, and, yes, you need you have a right to the information and to be dialogued with and to have your questions answered. But it's it's not just so simple as I'm paying you and um, you're going to give me everything. Um, we all like to be treated um, nicely in the give and take of all that. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm done. Thanks for letting me um, check in and I might write you a little more, Bill. I'm not sure. Um, but this, this helped me out because I, I, I won't get to do it today. Okay. Okay. I'm glad it was you, Tim, that played that instead of me. Did um, that come over okay? Or? Yeah, it, it came, came over, over very perfectly. Well, it, came, very well. it came over very okay. perfectly. Um, you know, um, in Bonnie's right, 
it is not our goal to give out misinformation in any form, factor, or another. And as I said before, I don't minimize the eye because Jenny could not benefit by a Walmart hearing aid. That would not work for her with her hearing loss. It may or may not have worked for me. I don't know. I went to the audiologist. And you're right about getting that full service care. But on the other hand, I do understand why people might want to take that option. And that might work for them. But for someone like your husband and Jennifer, who do have a profound hearing loss, the audiologists have been a godsend to to do that. So um, it would well, never... we're just it, this is an experiment for me, you know, because right. my hearing is not real bad. I just need something to correct a couple right. of ranges, it's... and if it does what I. I'm hoping that it'll do. I would be really happy about Dave, it. Dave, if it doesn't work, I got that ball peen hammer, you know. That's it. It was on my thumb, you know. That's it. But, <laughs> no, no it's, but it's never a goal to give out misinformation or whatever the case may be. But it's a very changing market. And I will agree that I, I do think that hearing aids should be affordable for people who need them. And... I think it's great that Joe's going to get one, and I, I, I really, 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 really think that's important. But I think Bonnie, your call is very valuable and very, very, very informative. Oh, I, I think it is too. But but I don't think anybody actually did give out any misinformation. No. Can I bring up a different subject quickly? I just wanted to let, let you know what Instacart did, and I'll, it's very quick. Uh, but if, if you'd like me to, like, I can hold off if you'd like me to, Bill. No, well. I just want to say one more quick thing. And what was that going going to be real quick here? <laughs> um, but, Bonnie, keep up the dialogue. And, no, in, in what I was saying about I wasn't going into the to the hearing doctor to say I had to have full control or whatever. She just told me she was a control freak. And... I do think I needed to know more about the process and what I couldn't do or what I couldn't do. And, you know, my hearing levels should have been, it's something I should have been a little more involved with. But anyway, that's, of course, just, you know, of, of a matter of opinion. But she's the one that said that to me. But uh, so anyway, go ahead, Jeff, with what you were going to say about Instacart. Yeah, yesterday or the day before, we got a notice uh, in the news that Price Chopper, one of our supermarkets, was recalling some American cheese because it had metal bits or metal filings uh, in the cheese. And I said, okay, you know, I think I bought it before the recall. I don't, I didn't have a problem with it, and I, I didn't feel anything. But I got a notice on Instacart yesterday, an email from them saying, telling me about the recall in a, in a message from Instacart saying, your store is recalled this brand of American cheese. We notice that you do buy American cheese. Be aware that the cheese that you bought may be part of that recall. And I thought that was a pretty nice little service from Instacart. They didn't have to do that. And I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cool, I should say. No, that's that's good. And, you know, down here, I use Instacart at home. Down here, I've been using Ship because they've been going above and beyond and doing some serious good shopping for me. But uh, 
and really involved with the process. So I think both of them stores and are maybe starting to step up a little bit and do a good job. And that is, Chris, do we still have time for your for sure. your recipe of the day? Okay. People wanted something fattening, so here you go. These are called ooey gooey cinnamon rolls. And as Dave Venable would say, we're using a supermarket shortcut. Ten oh. frozen rolls. Now, I used the Texas Rhodes rolls. <clears throat> and one stick of melted butter or margarine. One cup of sugar. One tablespoon of ground cinnamon. You're going to grease or spray a nine-inch pan. <clears throat> Mix your cinnamon and sugar together in a small bowl. Thaw your rolls enough so that you can cut them in quarters. Now, if you're not using the great big rolls, you might want to just cut them in half. Uh, roll them in the melted butter. Then roll them in your cinnamon and sugar mixture. Place the pre- Place them in the prepared pan. You can pour any remaining butter. Try to get it evenly over them if you can. Sprinkle with the remaining cinnamon and sugar if there's any left. Cover it with plastic wrap. Let it rise till it's almost double in bulk. It'll probably take about four hours. Bake in a preheated 350-degree oven for about... 15 to 20 minutes and when you take them out you just pull them apart and they are good it's something quick for um, just quick ooey gooey stuff well it's not real quick because you have to let them rise but it's easy enough Oh, I can just feel the pounds going on my body after eating those Chris something tells me there's a story going on in Altoona (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. I just tried to keep talking. Uh, he, he, uh, maybe, maybe Flash attacked him. No, actually, the keyboard, <laughs> the keyboard fell off the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. This is not a good. I think I'm gonna. After I make lunch, I think I'm just gonna go sit down in a chair. And what stay are you, there. Chris? What are you making me for lunch today? We're having chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes and gravy and peas and or green beans, whichever. Oh my! Um, Sounds good. I don't Sounds know good. what I'm going to cook. I um, don't know what I'm going to cook here in sunny Southwest Florida today. But um, I went to International House of Pancakes on Monday with my with my stepdaughter and my daughter, and we had lunch. And I had their crepes with uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, and cheddar cheese. They were very good. Oh, but I, I, I will cook something I good, I think. Um, you know, the no. my low-tech oven works pretty good here. The Cuisinart, the one I talked about last year, it it works pretty good. But I'm looking forward to the June and and all it can do and... And we're going to be seeing more about that, and we're going to be seeing more a little bit about this Lady A. We're going to make this demo work right once we get our computer back straightened out and um, the the time saver. And you know which um, 
you were you were talking about crepes, Jeff. You know which restaurant I really miss is the Magic Pan. I don't know Magic if you guys Pan, have. Um, I I've went heard. to that, but they didn't have any in New York State. But I do remember that restaurant. I've been I've been out of, out of town and I've been to that place. That was really good. There was a restaurant that sold crepes in New York City called La Crepe, and that was also quite good. So you bring back some memories for me, Tim. You do, and we got one raised hand again, Bill. Yeah, we have Bill again, and I, I I'm I'm hoping I can I'm hoping I can unmute him again. I don't know. Nothing's working right today, so I'm. I'm <laughs> you there? Go ahead, Bill. You, you, got, there, Bill. you got it now. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna tell. I was gonna tell Chris. Uh, the wife used to make those, and she did a little twist to it to make it really a different flavor. You take half the granulated sugar and put half again that same amount, half the amount in packed ground sugar, and mix that together and roll it in it. Oh yeah, that would be good. That, that, that really gives good. it gives a sort of a caramel flavor. Yeah, that would be real good. Right, yeah, you just, yeah. just split the sugar half and half, half granulated and half powdered sugar. I mean, uh, gra- brown sugar. Of course, pack your brown sugar, you know. But otherwise, Ooh, that's there's that's a man after my own heart. He says caramel. I say caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, I've got a, because, I've got a cooking caramel taste, right? And then there's another one. You can do the same thing, the same twist that she used to do. You would take the same rolls and use regular sugar you don't put cinnamon with it but then you would in your butter or however you'd melt a half a package of caramels and then pour that over top of them that would be cool that would really make it caramel that would be good right right right. you you like the craft caramel the caramels you buy you wrap just unwrap about oh half a package or so of them do you think it got enough then to melt that down and then just kind of pour that over top after you get them in the pan to raise. I don't want to have to clean the dishes after working with that kind of stuff. It takes forever to clean that yeah. stuff. Well, you use silicone. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah. see. Yeah, right, I'm right, a lot right, right. of touch, Chris. You know, I'm not as, I, I don't have the whole economic touch that it, uh, I kind of ignored that when I went to school, which I shouldn't I, have done. I, re- I realized that. I have a quick question. Just a real quick one. Um, I... I did my undid my last package of English muffins today, and they don't stay as fresh when I open up the bag. Should I take them out of that bag or container and put them my multigrain bays um, English muffins? Should I put those in a Ziploc bag or should I just leave them in the refrigerator with? that bag open or does well, it do you save your twist tie or whatever's on them there was no twist tie well you need something on them so if they don't have anything they just have like might... cellophane yeah i would put oh i know the... what he's talking about then and, and they would get freezer burned am i correct did we add them in the freezer bill no they're just in the regular refrigerator and it'll take me about a week because i do one a day yeah you would probably want to put that in a ziploc bag you could just take the whole container and slide it in there if you want to yeah ziploc and close it make sure you get all the air out of it and that'll extend the life right yeah, make sure you it. get that air out because it, it'll go or you get the tilly of food say, never mind i'm not gonna and, <laughs> right. uh, joe has his hand raised okay go joe wait a second i gotta get okay. i'm not even seeing him here i'm Help me it's ellen go ahead ellen go ahead. No, it was. Hang no, on. I didn't say anything. Oh, it was. This is Joe. Here we go. This, this is Joe. Oh, yeah, I just had to say thank you, Tim. Memories of the magic pan. Oh, it comes. 
And I remember even uh, crepe, crepe Suzette and other things. Oh, he went away. Maybe everybody went away. I hope not. <laughs> he got real quiet. Oh, yeah. I don't think we... Oh, oh yeah, okay. This there is Joe, yeah. There he is. Hi, yeah, you brought back memories of the Magic Pan. What what a great, marvelous restaurant that was. Oh, my goodness sakes, the atmosphere and the food. And I believe if my memory serves me right, you, you could get crepe Suzette's at the best. That was one of, one of the things that we ordered at 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 the Magic Pan. Uh, I don't know what ever happened to it, but oh man, a great a great place in Minneapolis. Uh, oh. I, I don't know if other cities had it or not. I it, think uh, they it did. was a franchise place, so Bill uh, Joe, and uh, but they went to that famous franchise heaven where all all unsuccessful businesses go at some point. So <laughs> they go, they go, they go. Hey, Jeff, one quick note. I've been trashing your Grubhub, and I'm not totally convinced yet, but they have cleaned up their app, and it is looking a lot better now, so I might Yeah, I, but they, I didn't notice it until last week when I ordered some Chinese food, and uh, all of a sudden I say, wow, all these things are working that weren't working before in the app, so it does seem to be a lot better than it and was. Why do you use Grubhub? Is it cheaper? Um, no, it's not cheaper. They have the most. I don't always like to talk to people on the phone, so, and I just like to use Grubhub because I, it's there. And they have so many restaurants here in the, in the Albany, New York area that I can order from. However, be aware, they used to say that they would cost you a fee. Now, if you, if if uh, if you go below the fee that they want you to pay, they charge. They do charge a delivery fee plus a service fee, and they, and they don't tell you about until you do the order and end the order uh, that that's what it's going to cost. So I'm not too happy about that. So. Uh, but the place I order from has a $2 delivery fee, and they don't charge a service fee, and it's a minimum order is $10, which they tell you on on that on the restaurant I go to, which is a, an Italian restaurant, which is near me. So, but they don't post really good, their delivery fees online, though, like DoorDash or the other place. They don't. No, del- they don't. That's part of the problem. That That's a thing where people have a choice to make they might say i don't want to pay 5.99 when xyz is delivering for two dollars you know that so, is true so true i guess we're just about out of time and we can finally shoot this horse <laughs> get rid of get rid of zoom for a while <laughs> uh, i'm telling you tim, tomorrow tim i hope i hope your show is better than this uh i think i finally got the jaws fixed at ten fifty eight. but uh, get your thumb out next week bill oh i think i'm gonna have to um i'm gonna have to look up a service that will get me to the airport from here i know i could take an uber but i might because i'm leaving at like at four thirty in the morning so what? Um, Just got on the highway and hang your thumb. I might. No, no, no. You may, be, you may be able to find a shuttle. You know, like the shuttle services that go to the airport, that, that take you from the airport to home? They, they, may, be, they may be shuttle services out there that'll, that'll pick you up and take you to the airport, Bill. Yeah, yeah, I'll be looking for that. We finally got, most everything is falling into place now that I came down here to accomplish. And I'm going to tell you right now, I love Southwest Florida. So, all right. And I want to give a shout out to Julie McCullough. Julie, we haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks, 
because I haven't seen your hand raised, but I want to give a shout-out to you and hanging in here and listening every week, Julie. So you... you I, I can unmute her quickly if you'd like me to. Well, we'll say hello to her real quick if she doesn't mind. I'm already two minutes late for Tim, so you, you can try to unmute her. Go ahead, Julia, there. This thing is is not. It's a crazy. Go ahead. Oh, can Chris get her? It says she's no, unmuted. No. So can, it says she's unmuted. Julie, can you hear us? Oh, was somebody, was somebody calling my name? Yeah, we you called won. you. We wanted to say hello to you. We just wanted this. <laughs> I was in the right room at the wrong time. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We just wanted to say hello to you. Sorry. I hope I won't get in trouble for giving that too much information. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think we heard any of that. No, we no. didn't hear any of it. <laughs> anyway, um, I have a girl and um, I see you for a while before it was time for us to uh, to leave my sisters and um, go for an appointment, and um, we we had a wonderful time in Iowa. Although I have to say, since we don't travel so much, I'm ha- beginning to have a harder time getting used to different strange places in a short time. Understood, Julie. Understood. Understood. Boy, we've got that problem too. But we got a problem. We just wanted to say hello to you real quick, Julie, and thank oh, you for hanging. I appreciate you thinking of me, and I, I tried to get on the email list, and I hope I've... You did, Julie. You did. I haven't logged out, so... You're on. You're on, Julie. But my password, but yeah, I think I'm in there, so... You are in, and you'll get the recipes and all of the other exciting non-information we provide. So... Yes, well, I did. I did then get the. Um, I have, but I have my tablet. I cannot copy and paste things. I thought, oh, I'll I'll forward this to my roommate, but it does not want to copy and paste from the internet. You know, from email or internet. Apparently, the kind of tablet I have. The oh, Google. Are you on your phone? Are you on your phone or on the computer? I'm on my phone. Right, I but when you're a, trying to copy a, and paste, are you doing that on your phone or on your on computer? On tablet. On, on your tablet? tablet? Oh, yeah. that's a good topic. We'll talk about that next week yeah, or two. Because right? the Braille Note Touch, they said that lots of people have asked to be able to do that, but I've not been able to make it work for doing like email and things like that. So. Oh, all right. We'll talk about that. I better yeah, let Tim so- take it over or he's going to... Ru- He's going to do some bad things to us. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a good day, Julie. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Sorry about that, Tim. Oh, that's all right. I'm telling you. I'm going to get (laughs) off here. I will call you, Jeff, or Dave later. We're going to do some testing on the test. Yeah, I know the problem with Zoom. They've redesigned the screens, Bill. That's what they've done. Oh, okay. Just well, I hope, it's, I hope what they did can work. <laughs> right. We maybe have to get some scripts or something here. So, all right, you guys have a great week. Talk to you all later. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> See you. Bye bye.